0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today comes from the gospel lesson just read, especially these words. For few are called, for many are called, but few are chosen. Thus far, our text. Dear friends in Christ, this morning's gospel lesson teaches us the history of the church from its beginning in the Old Testament, all the way through to the age of, of age of the church, to today. It describes how throughout all this time, from beginning until now, God has called His people. He called Abraham from worshipping idols in Haram. He called the people of Israel out of slavery in Egypt Through Moses, he called the people of Judah from false worship, sending prophets in the time of Isaiah and Jeremiah. He called the people home from exile in Babylon. He called them to worship the one true God. This gospel lesson from this morning teaches us that the call of God rings forth time and time again. The call of God never fades. It never quiets. The call of God never ceases to ring out. Come, everyone, come and buy. Come and be in my presence. Come and hear my word. Come and receive my gifts. Come, let me bless you. God's call always is ringing out. This morning's gospel lesson also teaches us the reply that sinners all too often give to our Lord. Apathy. Indifference, unconcern. Thus, the close of the gospel lesson when Jesus says, Many are called, few are chosen. You see, God never stopped calling people to repentance and faith throughout all of time. And yet, time and time again, we see people ignore that call. Our gospel lesson says it this way, The Master sent His servants to call those who were invited, but none would come. It goes on, the master again sending out his servants. Tell those who are invited, see, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatted calves have been slaughtered. Everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off to do other things. And when the master had destroyed these He sends out His servant again, bringing in all sorts of random people that He could find, both bad and good, to come and to eat at the wedding feast. So many times, God sent forth servants with His Word, with His gifts. And so often the response is a resounding, Eh, A resounding cry continues even into this day and this age, doesn't it? And I'm not just talking about the struggle to fill boards in the church, the struggle to find people willing to serve on committees that make all that happens on a Sunday morning happen. I'm not talking about the struggle to find Sunday school teachers or to support the school. All of these things are real, but they are all the fruit of the real problem, which is an apathy of faith. An apathy that breaks the third commandment, remembering the Sabbath day and keeping it holy. Despising God's word, despising God's gifts, failing to hear God's word and hold it sacred. How easy it is today for the Christian of our world to be apathetic about God's word. Even here. How many opportunities for Bible study are there? What percentage of Christians attend? How many members are on our church roster compared to how many are in the pew on Sunday? Apathy about God's Word leads to people... Zoning out five minutes into the sermon. Dozing. Instead of singing the hymns. Apathy says things like this. I can't be in church this week because I have game tickets. Or vacation planned. Or family in town. I can't be in church this morning because... I can't wake up in time. I need all the beauty sleep I can get. Apathy doesn't value God's word is the most important thing. I mean really our game tickets more important than eternal salvation? Is beauty sleep more valuable than forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation? Of course not. The Word of God is the most important thing Because when that word is taught in its truth and purity, the Holy Spirit is working through it to create faith, to forgive sins, to grant eternal life. Failure to hear that word, to be in that word, results in a slow death of faith. Failure to receive God's gifts leads to the slow apathetic exit of faith with that resounding, eh. Thus, the word of Jesus in our parable this morning about the man who was found in the wedding feast, sitting in his pew, and still was not clothed in the wedding garment of faith. Our gospel lesson pictures a man who was at church, but zoned out, ignored the word, had no faith in Jesus. And as a result, when judgment came, the master came and threw him into the outer darkness where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus teaches that without faith, one goes to hell. And that faith comes through the Word of God. How many Christians in the United States sit in the pews of the thousands of churches that exist without faith? How many Christians sit in the pew to hear about social justice or false doctrine without faith? How many Christians sit in the pew to hear what they must do to have their best life now and yet don't understand the faith because they have not understood the word? Jesus' words, though harsh to hear, are true. Many are called, few are chosen. What about you, dear Christian? Will your faith drown in apathy? Will you heed God's call or ignore it? Will you be glad at God's word? I'll respond with a resounding eh. You're a Christian. You hear the word gladly, you believe the word and the message that it teaches about God's Son. You rejoice at the wedding feast that is prepared for you by our Lord and Savior on this very altar and in the kingdom that is to come. You look forward to partaking of the fatted calf that has been slaughtered for the forgiveness of all your sins. You look forward to Jesus. You know the truth. In the end, our faith is all about Jesus and what He has done for you, for your salvation. It's not just a fatted calf that has died for you, but the very Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, who takes away your sin. Christ has been crucified so that you might live in the forgiveness of sins, so that you might have eternal life so that you might be saved. And saved you are. Your sin is as far from you as the east is from the west. His death erases your death. Even the sin of your apathy and my apathy is forgiven by the Lord Jesus Christ And His blood poured out for the forgiveness of all sin. Not only did God's Son die for you, dear Christian, but He sent His Holy Spirit to call you by the gospel. He brings His word into your ear, preached by pastors and vicars. The Holy Spirit enlightens you with His gifts, sanctifies you and keeps you in the one true faith, rejoicing in all that God gives to you. The Holy Spirit gives you the garment of His righteousness that covers all of your sin, so that when God looks at you, He sees not an apathetic sinner. He sees one redeemed by Jesus. Calls you to the eternal wedding feast of the Lamb and His kingdom, which has no end. That call always comes to you, dear Christian. It never ceases, it never quiets, it never diminishes, it never stops. Even though our old sinful natures, a time or two, may ignore that word, the word of the Lord still remains forever. It goes out, preached and taught. Will you hear it? Will you believe? The call goes out. The wedding feast is ready and waiting. Repent of your apathy, dear Christian. And hear the call of God rejoices at sending an invitation for you to receive His gifts. Before we close, there's one more tidbit. Tangentially, it's good for us to consider about that call of God that always goes out. Every person here has a family member or a friend who have replied apathetically to God's word, who stopped going to church after confirmation, who decide not to get out of bed, who miss church for games, or any other sort of silly sin who believe in the God of social justice, not the God of blood sacrifice. All of us know someone who does not have the wedding garment of faith. Take heart. God's call does not cease. Until death, it's not too late. The call of God keeps going out. It cannot be quieted. It cannot be stopped. The Word continues to be preached. The gifts continue to be given. God still creates and sustains faith by His Holy Spirit in the Word and in the sacraments. God calls to enlighten His church. He calls even those who have their fingers in their ears, ignoring. What matters is hearing the Word and believing it. Do not be apathetic in bringing those family members and friends to hear the Word. Do not be apathetic in begging them to come to church. Do not be apathetic in telling them about the forgiveness of sins freely given Through Jesus Christ. After all, blessed are all of those who hear the word of God and keep it. Dear friends in Christ, God's call continues to go out. Behold, I have made my dinner ready, my oxen and my fat calf have been slaughtered, everything is ready, come to the wedding feast, come and receive the forgiveness of sins earned on the cross by my son, come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, come buy and eat without price. Come, hear the word. Come, believe by the work of the Holy Spirit. Come, rejoice in the salvation given and earned by Jesus Christ crucified and risen. Come, receive God's gifts. And be not apathetic.